Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker and Lobo just got a whole lot more explosive. Right here on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the Great Hall of the Justice League, there are a Form of Full Slate Reboot. Oh. It feels so good to have you back to touch yeah. my knuckles to your knuckles. Boom. Blow it up. You guys see what I did there with the explosive thing? Because Michael Bay, I you know, liked it. I, explosions. I explosions. Adam taught me this a long time ago as I was a young broadcaster that uh, it's not cool to point out when you do something cool, and it's not cool to say when you're segueing or transitioning or when you made a joke, and I just failed that rule. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I have learned the lessons, I swear. Yeah, that's good, but it's good to know that there's, they're absorbing on some level. On some level. Uh, I was going into today thinking, we don't have that much to talk about, and then, holy crapamola. Holy guacamole, holy crap. Transformers. All of the Transformers. Guys, we've got a lot to talk about today. I'm Roxy Stryer, which means that I'm not Johnny LaQuasto, although I wish because I believe he's on like some southernmost point of something doing something. Is he still out of the country? Or? I, he's never in the country anymore. But I, I get confused. He's either doing something very good for somebody uh-huh. or he's working. Right. Like, either all of his blood is being drained, or he's doing something else. I'm also not Mike Kalinowski, who's probably doing some really cool mission thing as well. And recently I've been saying I'm not Adam Gertler, but that's because Adam Gertler is here himself after being gone for a little bit. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm happy to be back. We miss you. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm a little under the weather today. I got hit with, like, apparently there's a 24 or 48 hour flu going on. Congratulations, you are the lucky winner. Yeah, I definitely won. (laughs) It's like, you know, one of those things where it's like, you're not sure if you're sick and you're like, am I? Am I just? And, like, you just keep falling down or sitting down or fluids are coming out of all ends and everything like that. Hey, guys, hope you're hungry. Uh, I'm feeling great about sitting on this side of the table right about now. Delicious. We had some things to talk about today that were reported by reputable news sources, so I feel like we could talk about them. And uh, they kind of involve that new brand, that sort of elseworldy um, uh, uh, like label that Warner Brothers is looking into. So that's uh, it's interesting, interesting stuff. I agree, I agree. Next to him, Elena, bring the pain out, Jordan. Yes, that's yeah. my new full name. I said that you're like a Minnie Mouse today, but. A lot cooler. You've got the polka dots under uh-huh. on the skirt. People can't see, but she's a lot more bring the pain a full than than Minnie herself. Thank I, you. I like this fist. That's yeah. And that's, we we finally <laughs> got, got. Uh, we kind we kind of came to a consensus about Batmanthony. Yes. Batmanthony Bat in the booth. In the booth. I, yes. I'm so sorry. I want to give credit to somebody for. This. I want to just call him Booth Manthony though, but, but that's not quite that as cool. That's yeah. not Batmanthony. It well, it's a it's a take on Batman. No, no. Bootman boot is Boothman is not a take on Batman. That's just like a it take is on if you all say it wrong. Men. So hi, hi, <laughs> Batman Anthony in there. Is it is it as cool as Aunt Anthony? 
You know what? Let's work I with think, what we got. I, I like I like cool. Batman Anthony. What was that, Batman Anthony? I think it's just as cool because I can do this voice now and I'll forever be Batman Anthony for you guys. Yes. You. Does your Batman Anthony almost have like a slightly British accent? It might. I'm not sure. I just I have this voice right now. It's like kind of hanging out with Alfred, Alfred a little yeah. too much. He's rubbing off He's on getting him. a little Madonna. That's pretty amazing. Just comes back with a slight accent. I love it. Thanks for that, guys. Appreciate <laughs> including Batman Anthony. All right, let's get into this. Lobo. Yeah. Or Adam, is that a I'm sick face, or is that a I can't believe this is actually happening face? Um, I kind of can't believe this is actually happening face, because what worries me about this news is, like, we once again heard about the new rejiggering of the executive shuffle, and is this, like, the first announcement coming down the, down the pike? I mean, a Lobo film has been in development for the better part of a decade. Right. Lobo was super popular. Yeah, yeah. Lobo was super time. popular in the mid to late 90s. He kind of was like DC's answer to Wolverine for a while, mm-hmm. um, you know, with his main man and his whole attitude and all this. And it's cool. I just... I have no faith in Michael Bay. And, like, it might make in a great In general film. or no faith in him in a Lobo film? In general, I mean, I've heard people like his his army film, but doing a giant spectacle, getting on the same page. I mean, I guess you know, and they were talking about like these sort of you know new kind of DC films being like more creator um, focused. So that means that like you're giving Michael Bay the reins, and like look at what he did with Turtles, look at what he did with Transformers, two yeah. beloved properties that made money. But I personally, you mean nailed them and did them perfectly. Yeah, no, I wouldn't agree with that. <laughs> like, and I don't want to tell anybody what to believe, and I yeah. am a little sick, but I do not like those movies. I know some people say, like, I like the Transformers. I don't like any of those Transformers, and I collected them until it was way too late for me to be collecting Transformers. Yesterday. I was obsessed with the Transformers to the point that there actually was a spinoff of the Transformers where there were female Transformers, and one oh. of them was named Elena. No way! After you. It was after me. <laughs> and then they were like, actually, they're shapeshifter aliens. They're not real Transformers. And I'm like, Transformers are often also shapeshifter aliens. So, and, and, and where do you fall into the, the Bay Formers films? You know, this films? is the thing. I know that the the bike will be cool. His space bike will look cool because yeah. Michael Bay will focus all of his attention on the space bike and not on the actual story. But the fact that the story is being rewritten now right. to fit Michael Bay's specifications is what makes me nervous. And according to Zeno Hour in the chat roll to reduce the budget, which could cost around $200 million, which sounds right. How do you guys feel about this being described as our answer to Deadpool? Well, I think the best thing about Deadpool was probably the writing, getting the tone mm-hmm. of it. So that's probably the thing that makes me the most nervous. Like, I think it will look spectacular. But anybody that had complaints about Zack Snyder films, it's usually not that they don't look awesome. You know, so this makes me really nervous because I, I don't know if it's him that does the writing, but like his, he doesn't seem to have a sense of humor. Yeah. Like, well, I don't get Jason it. Fu- I will say Jason Fuchs did well with Wonder Woman. So yes. the only issue now, though, is that he didn't like the first draft. And Michael Bay is saying, I'm not going to take Jason's version of it as it is. I will only go into negotiations after the rewrite. And the fact that it's being rewritten for Michael Bay, when I'm like, you know, maybe we should just let the person who wrote a good movie continue to write good movies Oh, Johnny yeah. McQuasto is in the chat roll and says, greetings from snowy-ass Indiana, which oh. is in the southern part of Indiana, I believe. I was snowy in snowy-ass ass a few years northern. ago. Uh, I could be wrong. Yeah, snowy-ass has got to be in the bottom, I think. Um, uh, Johnny, go say hi to my sister in Indiana. And also, right. I told everybody you were in the south of the continent Ooh. of the world of the country. I don't remember where I said in the south of. I, I uh, also don't think Bay <laughs> likes this kind of material. 
Like, well, if you listen to him, he doesn't thing. seem like a fan of this kind of stuff. Like you said um, about Snyder, I've been drawing a lot of comparisons to the two of them in my brain, too, because they both are visual directors. They both care so much about that. And it just seems weird to me for DC to be like, Snyder was the problem. Let's go to Bay. How about we go to a storyteller? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's what we need right now. Like, I honestly would feel very comfortable if we went to a documentarian or somebody who's just like <laughs> gets in, in the nitty gritty and is like, let's follow this story as opposed to going to somebody who's like, I care about explosions. I don't know. I feel like you could also have somebody who does explosions and does visuals. Go to like you an could. Edgar Wright. Like, let's see like a little bit of, I you know, cool, yeah, cool visuals, but it all is to facilitate the story. And I feel like Michael Bay is just, these are cool visuals to facilitate merchandise sales. Ginger in the chat says the difference between the two is that Zach actually liked the characters. I believe that with all my soul. I think Zach wanted to bring a different element, a, a different take on them. And then some people will contend that it wasn't the right take, but he, he came from a place of love for the material. Certainly. Do you think having that kind of love for the material, though, translates into having stronger work? Uh, not always. Some directors know how to do it, right? Like, this whole idea of, like, how he deconstructed these heroes, it was not a great way to be introduced. It was not a great way to build the DC Universe from the ground. We love the Dark Knight Returns, but Dark Knight Returns only works because it's an Elseworld based on a continuity that we had for 50 years at that point, or 40 years at that point. You know, that came out in the mid-80s, and it was an answer. So that was deconstructing Batman, and it was the baddest-ass story of all time. But now they've picked apart the Dark Knight Returns and sold it for parts and, and reused it in every iteration and like we need a baseline we need a baseline for these characters and then we could take them off into different places when do you think realistically we would even be talking about seeing this film 2020 i think 2021 2020 yeah, 2021 I think we're, we're years, yeah i think 2021 at least because they've got <laughs> 220 221 whatever it takes whatever it takes i, I think we're, we're years and years away i also think that Right now, comparing this to the Deadpool, we don't even know what is happening. Is this script necessarily going to be R-rated? I think probably. But, I think most likely. But maybe not. Because I mean, for we a don't story about a man who killed like. every single member of his entire race to then go <laughs> hang out on a bike and like collect bounty in space. Many characters do outrageous things, and you see them in PG films all of the time. Yeah. I just, True. I just saw a screening of Peter Rabbit. You would be surprised how many things happen in but that can, kind but of movie. But you don't think, oh yeah, Peter Rabbit the badass. I can't wait to see what they do with Peter Rabbit. Like with Lobo, though, it's like if it's not R-rated, then it's because there's missed opportunities. I wouldn't be surprised if Aquaman killed every single person he ever came in path with I based know. on this guy well, crushing beers like, across their heads. The, yeah. the Aquaman thing, it's just like seems so on the right track because of what the films that Juan has done. And like, yeah. it's just, I'm so excited for the next three films, actually. The ones that we know about, the sequel to Wonder Woman, Shazam. I mean, People are going to know what this symbol means. They're not going to be like, your flash lightning bolt is too fast. Your flash is weird, man. You have a weird flash on your shirt. Shut up, Billy. They're not going to say that. We're going to get to some Shazam stuff in a minute. But we had another piece of news drop today. That Johnny LaCosta is in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and you should go see him? That was what it was. That was it. Johnny, are you performing? Tell us. He can't answer you. Oh, he he can't? I mean, he could type, but you're not going to hear anything. Wow, good so point. But Thank I'm you. Very, so you very know smart. How computers work. This was a piece of information I was very much so not expecting no. today, uh, and I don't even know if we can call it information as much as speculation. 
Joaquin Phoenix is in early talks to play the Joker and Todd Phillips Joker, the origin movie. Uh, this is this is something. This is a something very that's successful happening. meeting. A lot of people are confused because they're asking, does this mean Jared Leto just lost a job? I think that it has nothing to do with Jared right. Leto and mm-hmm. his job and his universe. This is a completely separate thing. Regardless of this specific movie or how it ties in, how do you guys feel about Joaquin Phoenix being a Joker of any iteration? I mean, I think Joaquin Phoenix can be anything. Everything we've heard him rumored about, I was excited for. Doctor Strange, all day long. Batman, give it to me. Joker, I think he's so much fun to watch. He's a dynamic actor. I think he's only gotten better since Gladiator. I freaking love him. It's just one of those things. I don't know if I can get excited about this project because I don't know what it is. And I hate all these like Krypton without Superman, Gotham without Batman. I'm sick of it. It doesn't work for me. So that being said, Top Phillips is a great filmmaker. Joaquin is a great actor. It might be the best movie in the world, just like Venom with Tom Hardy might be. But I don't know what that movie is. I, I could yeah, not I agree like more. Elena, any other I think Yeah, that? I feel like I get more excited about writers at this point because the issue with DC has never been really... I mean, I won't say has never been casting because Leto, I know there was a huge backlash for it, but I think we also didn't f- see his full range. I don't, we didn't see his full performance because the Leto movie would was agree with edited you. by a trailer house. Yeah. So, you know, you didn't get the full... You didn't get a story arc. And I feel like this movie could be really good... If they have a solid story. But if they're saying we have a really good actor, he'll carry the whole thing and we'll use that instead of or as a crutch for a potentially really solid storyline. I don't want to see just like a a reiteration of, hey, don't forget, we also have Gotham to watch it. The the rumor right now says that this would be set in the 80s and it would be like the rise of the Joker. So I'm assuming they're going to Killing Joke for some of that story. That seems that's the only Joker origin I can think of, right? And I love Killing Joke, but it's, I don't know. I feel like, I don't, I also feel like timing wise, they're doing a lot of Joker and Harley Quinn things right now that they're kind of almost inundating. Mm-hmm. Without having it be cohesive, I'm and that's the issue that I have on Harley Quinn's t- trajectory in the DCU yeah. right well, now. Well, because I'm they very keep, confused. I feel like the the comics, uh, the the animated films are the ones that are most adhering to the actual comic storyline, and I know we'll get into some of that later. Yeah. But I feel like as far as the the cinematic universe goes, they're looking at it from the perspective of marketing and of merchandise and of costumes and of what will people buy that will offset the film as well instead of make a solid movie with a solid storyline that then you can do offshoots of and you can build off of. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about this? Scion in the chat saying, going back to Joaquin Phoenix, I wish he was playing a character in the DCEU rather than play Joker in Elseworld. Oh, I agree. I mean, I just think he, he's so he's so much fun to watch. He so makes you want such, him in our universe. You don't yeah. want him to stand I mean, I think he'll be great. It's an interesting story to, 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 to take like a guy who's basically an innocent trying to do well for his family and, and, and making that transformation. It's your classic Michael Corleone transformation. I mean, clearly... That there is a story to tell there, so it's like again, it's one of those things. Like it might be the most amazing film, but it's like when when we're waiting to get new announcements and like, all right, guys, how are we recovering from this Justice League debacle? What's the plan? And you're hearing this stuff, it's like, you know, it's like like the timing just is off. It seems like they're just going, okay, well, let's grab all the characters that we have and just go. Here you go. 
Yeah, they, they're scared of doubling down on Superman. Like, they really don't want to do a Superman movie again. They're scared, they're terrified. They, you know, I have, get why, though. I, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, Zeno Hour was just saying, like, all right, well, he's doing Lobo, so it's not, like, as big a risk. And I kind of agree. It's like, yeah, I'm not... It's not like he announced that he was doing a Superman or a Batman movie, and then I'd be, like, yelling and stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, all right, it doesn't make me psyched for it, and I, I hope I'm wrong. That's all I can say at this point. You're going back to Lobo. Not going back to Lobo. Joaquin. Going back to this, I would be more excited for this, because I like Todd Phillips, and I like Joaquin Phoenix. I still don't know what that movie is, um, and I, you know, I just... I, I just yeah, the prequel stuff is just not not feeling it so much. A couple other uh, comments in the chat. You guys are on fire today. I love you, Jeremy Ledger. Joaquin Phoenix is Harvey Dent slash Two Face. Yeah, that would no, be cool. Anything. The guy is great. <laughs> or, dot, 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 or anything. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are agreeing with him, which uh, as we are at this table. Her, he's so great in her. I mean, like the guy is just yeah. But somebody tweeted at us today, being like, anybody else having a problem picturing a guy who basically makes love to Siri as as the Joker? And I thought that was very uh, funny. Yeah, I mean that's a clever joke, but. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I can tell you did not think it was a clever joke. Uh, again, the humor. My, my, <laughs> I'm really sick today. I, this I is me it. trying as hard as I can. Um, but uh, as no, a comedian, great. that's always the response you want uh, is someone to go, "Yeah, that's a clever." I joke. see. I, I see. The, I see your process. <laughs> what, what's interesting is both both of these stories about our first story about Lobo getting the Michael Bay treatment and our second story about Joaquin Phoenix being the standalone Joker. Is I have not heard one person be like, "Yes, yeah, yes, this is what I've always wanted." Like, you know, you know who's probably really not like that now is like Jared Leto. He's like, yeah. He's like, it I does feel like a kick rat. in the nuts. It does really they feel like. They sent rats to people. Yes. I sent rats and dirty used condoms to them. Yeah, what more on. do you want from me? I used the condoms myself and sent them to people. I still I'm don't serious. think he did. I, I don't think he did. Probably had a PA do it. I wonder with yeah. the with the Probably Me Too movement if that came out today how that would be perceived. <laughs> a whole different question. Uh, bye, Johnny in the chat who's going to, off to his show. Go see him oh, if you guys are in the, break all the legs, bum bum crap, Indiana. What's it called? Mm-hmm. So, uh, snowy ass. Snowy ass. Fort Wayne. Snowy yeah. ass. Fort Wayne. All right, guys. Moving on. Shazam. Yeah. We we got a synopsis and Shazam. <laughs> every time we talk about the show on air, I'm like, I can't believe. Adam, sitting here with you, I feel like four years ago, maybe it was three and a half years ago, we were like, this is the little engine that never will. Like, it just did not seem like it was ever going to happen. And now we have a freaking synopsis. We do. We do have a synopsis. And um, Dwayne Johnson is a producer of this film, too. Yeah. I mean... But we'll we'll not be in it, though. I feel like he'll probably show up at the end or something or a post-credits or something like that. I, I I have good faith in Shazam being like uh, that might that might work. Should we read the synopsis out loud, or yes. should we leave it to yeah. the imagination? Yes. Do I, should I put on an accent? Um, yeah, pick whatever one. you like. You guys pick one. Pick a voice, any voice. Uh, Old timey radio announcer. All right, then we all have a superhero inside us. It just takes a bit of magic to bring it out. In Billy Batson's which is Asher Angel's case, by shouting out one word, Shazam. Shazam. This streetwise 14-year-old foster kid can turn into the adult superhero Shazam, Levi, courtesy of an ancient wizard. Still a kid at heart inside a Rick Godlike body, Shazam reveals in his adult version of himself by doing what any teen would do with superpowers, 
Have fun with them. That is so corny. Mm -hmm. Can he fly? Does he have x-ray vision? Can he shoot lightning out of his hands? Can he skip his social studies test? Shazam sets out to test the limits of his abilities with the joyful recklessness of a child. But he'll need to master these powers quickly in order to fight the deadly forces of evil controlled by Dr. Thaddeus Savannah. Oh, yeah. Oh, solid. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Did this get you guys super excited for Shazam? Uh, <laughs> it didn't really give us that much new information, but I think it gave us zero. New I feel like you're going to get the Marvel family with this, or the Shazam family. Like I feel like we're going to get like the the Mary Marvel or whatever, like Captain Marvel yeah. Junior. All the other ones that well, I don't think we're allowed bit. to call them that anymore. No, they're, they're not. not. Like, they sold yeah. the entity. Yes. Now only Brie be... Larson. Brie Larson's going to pop up and be like, "Actually, I'm Captain." Ex- Marvel. Excuse me. Yes. Excuse me. Yes. Who uh, we've seen her in? So now we haven't seen uh, him in costume yet, but um, <laughs> that I, I mean, really confusing was, people. Hopefully, this yeah, puts an like, end what? to the rest. Where people people keep leaving uh, comments in the chat room, being like, "They're gonna call him Captain Marvel in the movie." It's like, no, they're no, they're not. not. They can't. They yeah. legally cannot. Not they not sold happening. the rights. And it would also be very stupid of them to at this point because totally I'm gonna dumb. say 99 percent of people don't know that that's the case. And if yeah. in a DC film that is what they are referring to Captain Marvel as, people are gonna be like, "Huh? Huh? What? What?" What is happening? So that, I think, would not be the move. And like you said, they would get very in trouble. (laughs) And they don't want to waste that money, though. Uh, Zachary Levi give us a, I don't want to call it this, but he's calling it this, first look at his costume. Yeah. Only... You can't see it because he's wearing he's got something this, like, over John it. John Snow cloak <laughs> over it. I'm like, get out of here. This was kind of clever, I guess. Uh, it says, under this cloak, I'm wearing my full Shazam outfit. Jealous? <laughs> hashtag first look. Hashtag like a glove. Okay, but you can see his neck, which means that it's shorter than that. <laughs> But can it, you even? It like shows, barely. It shows part of his neck, guys. Just like barely under his jawline. Over under on him actually wearing the costume under this or her, him just trolling us. Oh, I think he I is. I think he totally is. <laughs> you really do? Because that is the look of a man who's going, hmm, this is, I am allowed to post. Or he's a look of a man being like, haha, none of you guys will ever know. He looks I like have he's my in a pajamas on. I feel like. Maybe, maybe if he was in like us. if he was in Shazam pajamas, he would just post that and be like, "This is the costume." Maybe, yeah, he wouldn't be like, "Ooh, would you, cloak." I feel like I would have to look at the picture seven thousand times before posting it because you would have to be like, "Okay, if somebody lightens this picture, could they see what's under my jacket?" Right. If somebody, ex- you know, like if you make this black and white, if you do this to this, if you up the contrast, are they going to be able to see? If somebody has an X-ray filter, then that is more. We need to focus on that more than we need to focus on this costume. Do it. <laughs> um, at least it's not animated. That's true. Not, oh, oh, unless he's not really wearing it, and it's his birthday suit. And he's just got those dots on his. Uh, yeah, that's true. With nothing else, I don't think that's how mocap works. Well, you know, and then yes, the, and, and the pajamas. <laughs> I am sure. Uh, all right, let's move on to Wonder Woman here, guys, because we love us some Wonder Woman, our, our only movie that everybody can agree on. 
Wonder Woman, in case you haven't seen it, which, by the way, if you're watching this show, would be the biggest travesty of the century, is coming to HBO and HBO Go. I still do not have a clear understanding of what the difference between those two things are. HBO Go, you could just pay for separately as an app, right? So, yeah, there's... (laughs) I have HBO Go, personally. I don't have cable at all, but I have HBO Go. Well, you can watch this then when, when it comes, which is actually really cool, and I wonder if it will bring a resurgence to the film, a whole different group of people available as of February 10th, which, by the way, is the day after tomorrow. So you don't yeah. have to wait very long. It's the day after tomorrow. So it's the it's the Saturday night the movie 10th, yeah. on HBO. Yes. That's mm-hmm. great. That's a classic slot for the, people that still get their content like that. That's You beautiful. can HBO and go you watch guys. it. Yeah. Oh, but I'm... Sh- I yeah. like that. I like that. Uh, oh, I tried to do one of those earlier and it didn't work. I made a pun. I'm just not as good as you. Uh, Your puns are solid. Also continuing on the Gal Gadot, Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman train. This was really cute, actually. This isn't really anything, but Gal Gadot tweeted out for hashtag female filmmaker Friday saying, this hashtag female filmmaker Friday post is for the incredible (laughs) at Patty Jenkins. So much to say about this incredible woman. Not only an admirable storyteller, she is a wonderful leader, not afraid to literally get into the trenches. Lucky to call her a collaborator, uh, friend, sister in film. Really adorable that she tweeted that out with this collage of um, pictures, and then Patty responded. So yeah. it was almost like we were reading their text conversation, but on Twitter. Oh, my dear collaborator, friend, mm-hmm. sister, and true partner, thank you so much. Working with you and watching your skills, bravery, and heart every day is a highlight of my life, and I can't wait for more every day. It's like, what the F is I cuter than that? What is cuter than that? I love them so much. They're do, adorable. Do you think that they text that to each other just like all day? Probably. I love you. No, I love you. <laughs> no, you're so great. No, you're, you're more so- brave. <laughs> You're the best. Uh, that was that was an exciting change for me to read. I love following Patty on on Twitter. She's like she's the most just, positive person she's in the so world. Positive, and she just yeah. loves her fans and loves her work and everyone with her so much. She's a good ambassador. She's amazing. She's she like is. one of the good voices that they have over there at WB right now. Speaking. She's a real Wonder Woman. Now that they hey, we'll take her. Now that they kind of sealed that deal, she's just like talking it up. Yeah. Interesting also when it comes to Wonder Woman, their Blu-rays are selling very well. Uh, according to this list from the-numbers.com, uh, the Blu-rays are selling at number 35 for all-time best-selling Blu-ray titles no in the way. United States. Yeah. That's so impressive now because nobody buys Blu-rays anymore. It's very like the impressive. overall sale of the of that industry. It's like there's only some tentpole films that yeah. really move crazy amounts of units like that. So yeah. it's selling more than BVS. Also on the list is BVS at number 45, so 10 spots below. And according to this, number 37 is The Dark Knight, although there is a note it tells me to see, which I haven't seen about that it says c note next to it oh we'll check that oh sales for the dark knight are therefore incomplete because sales are estimates for sales since july 21st 2009 when blu-ray sales tracking started so so there was more that was sold prior that they did not track well only on that one which says c note all the rest of them are all things that have taken place since since then then. Yeah. yeah but oh my god guardians of the galaxy at number nine the Avengers yeah. at number five. Mm-hmm. Guess what number one is? Uh, Titanic. Do you want to build a snowman? Oh, there you go. Oh, Frozen. Frozen. That froze. makes sense. Does it? 
It does, because of everybody who bought those as presents that year that was like, oh, you're a child. You'll like this. I guess. Yeah. Gal Gadot is going to be working with Tomb Raider trainer for Wonder Woman 2. Because what this woman needs is to get even more freaking amazing and gorgeous. That's like, uh, interesting. So I guess she must have saw some uh, uh, what Alicia, Alicia Vikander yeah. is looking like in Tomb Raider. So I'm confused because anytime I hear anybody say her name, it's Alicia Vikander. But when I hear her say her own name, it's like Alicia Vikander or something. It's kind yeah. of like the Gal Gadot issue. Again, I think that's all over why. Again. Yeah, I would never say it like that. It would just sound weird. Like if you Alicia just start saying Alicia or whatever it is. Yeah, but... Girl is ripped. Yeah. And she looks bomb in this movie. Uh, so How I'm excited. How awesome is the name Magnus Ligdback, too? As a trainer, you're like, hi, I'm your trainer. My name is Magnus Ligdback. And you're like, oh, it's about to be yeah. real. That is so legit. Like, like, you couldn't write that better. Magnus. Yeah. It's, and like, the, the, the you're only, a superhero name in real life. That's yeah, amazing. The only better name is the guy that plays the mountain on Game of Thrones. He's, I think he's actually named Thor. Is that true? I believe so. He's like Somebody the in the chat, man. tell us. Yes. That's freaking amazing. I have amazing. a friend named Thor who looks exactly like Thor, the comic book character. If you're really going to be Thor. named Thor, you best pull it off. <laughs> I need Pretty to know intense. that. I feel like I can never tell anymore with Adam's sarcasm if he's messing with me or if that is a true thing. No, it's Th- true. No, I but think they, that's true. They birthed them. That's Thor? Yeah, and uh, that mother must have had some serious hips because well, that's, that's a, a very that's big baby. That's a common baby. Norwegian name, too, though. Yeah, no, of Bjorn. course. I mean, it's, it's like Jesus really? or something like that. Yeah, yeah it's I don't like, know anybody uh, named Thor. It's Norse yeah, mythology. That it's... is very cool. Uh, the Wonder Woman sequel, guys, seems to be moving forward, and it received a new working title. I I know that Elena loves both working titles, trick titles, and all of that stuff. <laughs> it's being referred to as Magic Hour. Magic Hour. I love it. Which is... Usually referred to as a time of shooting, a time of day when the light mm-hmm. is perfect. Yeah, around dusk, I believe. Like if you want to take mm-hmm. new headshots, oh, you've got to go at magic hour. Yeah, got to go there. Some people are implying that this um, could indicate that Cersei, the Wonder Woman villain that goes back to the '40s, could be the villain. Like implying that there's going to be some magic going yep. on here in the sequel. And and who knows if that's true or not? But I love that people it are speculating. Sense. I love that that... It does, but also, they could have just picked... Sometimes there is rhyme and reason, and sometimes, mm-hmm. and sometimes there it's is Fiona's not. tale, and you're yeah. like, well, there you go. Exactly. I still don't understand that I, one. That's the only one I don't get. Do you but, think we're going to get back to Themyscira in the second film, especially since she was told that she can't go back, which I don't understand why. It but. seemed to me, by the time we got to Justice League, that she had not gone back. Yeah, I so think... I don't know if it would make yeah. sense. I don't but think why? She goes but we back. we could go back. How maybe come Steppenwolf is allowed to go there. Yeah. But we could go back and we could see things possibly. I mean, but how come I don't Chris Pine she... is allowed to go there? It and maybe we may have flashbacks that show us back there, but I don't yeah. think she physically goes back there. I think yeah, with you, Roxy, that we will see that as an yeah. audience potentially. Yeah. I think that that would be the prequel I'd be all about if they would just even called it Back to the Mascara. I'm like, <laughs> just stay on the island and let me just hang out with you guys. What if we did a Back to the Future meets Wonder Woman movie and we... What? Ta- yeah. We gotta go 88 miles and... to the island. <laughs> oh, boy. That would be amazing. In the Fan invisible jet. start it right now. This is actually my favorite story of the week, which is surprising to you guys maybe, but I think it's hysterical. How how open he is with what an absolute disaster this turned into (laughs) and why he regrets it. Joel Kinnaman regrets letting Will Smith tattoo him 
on set with the word squad, obviously spelled with that K-A-W-D on his arm. This is... Who who could have predicted... Who could have predicted that letting Will Smith tattoo you on set was a bad idea? Saying squad spelled wrong massively on your inner arm. Who but knew? He wasn't even upset with the tattoo, though. That's the thing, is that he didn't regret having it done. He regretted having Will Smith do, do it, it. Because even after, in 2015, when he did it, he yeah. was like, Will Smith is awful at this. He says, you know, don't let a 47-year-old man without his reading glasses tattoo you. That is the life lesson, especially when you have a very talented wife. This is part of the story that I didn't realize that Cleo his wa- wife... Is- Cleo Wattenstrom? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? His wife is one of the most like acclaimed tattoo, tattoo artists. artists. Like, Cleo really? Wattenstrom is one of the top yes. tattoo artists. Like She does amazing work. And then Will Smith... Oh my god. But it's funny because he must have come he home said, and she was probably like, Are you Are you an idiot? kidding me? God, it was so funny though because he even put like when he first the, the actual Instagram quote was I got my hashtag squad tattoo, smiley face. Will has many talents. Tattooing is not one of them. It was like watching a drunk baby fly a helicopter. <laughs> hashtag Harley's tattoo parlor. Things you don't want to hear after getting tattooed. Um, you know, but what Will Smith is really good at, though, I hear he's actually a great cook. And part of the reason he is such a good cook is he uses uh, the number one leading meal delivery kit in the country, which is also known as Blue Apron. I knew it. It's true. This is true. And a lot of people, they hear about Blue Apron, they, they think they know about it, but they're not really aware of the kind of meals that you're making. Like, you're not just, like, slapping together burgers and fries. That's not to say that you wouldn't have a burger, but you'd be making a short rib burger with a hoppy cheddar sauce on a pretzel bun or a seared steak and tam- thyme pan butter sauce, mashed potatoes, green beans with crispy shallot. Oh, yeah. I say shallot Taking because I'm fancy. That is fancier than shallots. Now, it yeah. gives you the ingredients already portioned, so these meals can be made all said and done within 45 minutes. That does not include your Instagram photo time, people. You're going to want to take them sexy food pics, and that's on your own time. But if you got to so get true. that meal done inside that hour frame, trust me, because you don't have to break down a whole head of garlic. It gives you the two-headed garlics. It gives you how many pats of butter you're going to need. You could do a two-person plan. You could do a family meal plan. You could do a wine plan if you don't want to eat and you just like the liquid diet because you want to get your swilly swill on. It Which doesn't matter. Which is me matter. all the time. Big swilly Style. So if you go to blueapron.com, please check out the recipes that they got going now. And you don't have to get just what they give you. You can mix and match that. You want to go vegetarian for the week? Go veggie. You know, uh, I, I will say this. I have received a meal code. I have done the Blue Apron. And some of you may know me. I've I've hosted shows on Food Network. I, I consider my myself like a pretty capable cook. All right. These meals are great. I was able to bust these meals out in good time, and once you know them, then you can improvise on those themes. It's a great way to learn how to cook. There's convenience, there's variety, there's flexibility. There's 12 recipes each week. That's what I was telling you. It's relatable and real, okay? It's delicious. So And nutritious. What we're going to do, because you don't believe me. You're like, they gave this guy this thing to read. Why am, why am I going to believe him? He's got a big, fat Flash logo. He doesn't even know what the Flash logo looks like. Well, I'll tell you this. <laughs> Blue Apron is going to give you $30 off your first order. That's $30. Wow. All you got to do is go to blueapron.com, put a slash in there, and then put movie news. One word, movie news. So check out this week's menu. Get your $30 back. Slash movie news. Blueapron.com slash movie news. Blue Apron. It's delicious. That's all you guys do. A better way to cook. 
Done. It's good. I love my Blue Apron. I really, really do. Uh, all right, transitioning back into... Will Smith did not endorse that copy. <laughs> I just need to be transparent about that. And, and who knows if he actually can cook. Have you had a Will Smith meal ever before? No, but I would imagine that... Will Smith that, probably has a private chef. Yeah, if he can rap. Um, this, this one, okay, going back to this, this this kind of... Ryan Rabideau wanted to point out that that was a bad transition, Adam. Once again, I'm very under the weather today, and I'm sure you have ten better transitions, Ryan. Just you know, I thought you just nailed it. Email those good. to me let's, as soon as you can. Let's talk about, uh, which is always a happy subject, about Heath Ledger who came out that he had planned to return as the Joker after Dark Knight. So apparently this is something that had come out a while ago in Australia, but us being Americans, who we think were the smartest and we couldn't possibly learn anything else from any other country, we didn't get wind of it till now because we're not watching other people's stuff because we suck. What? What just happened? What was that weird thing? I I remember this, though, from like last year that they did release this a little bit. I feel like now it's just people have taken a different take on it because when the movie was coming out, the documentary was coming out. She was promoting it, talking. His sister, sister, right? Right. um, Was saying that basically saying trying to off put the the initial speculation that it was a suicide and that she was saying this was an accidental right, overdose I remember that. because he was so happy and we talked and then people are now saying oh that is indicative of him saying he wanted to do a sequel but she so, doesn't actually ever say he said he wanted she, to replace the role. Here's what she did say though she said I spoke to him the night before he died and we were laughing and joking and then later on she says he was so proud of what he had done in Batman I know he had plans for another Batman he loved working with Chris Nolan and Christian Bale and Gary Oldman. He just had the best time ever doing that film. When he came home at Christmas, he couldn't wait to tell us about it. And he was doing the voice and laughing, showing me all the rushes. Yeah. We had a great time. So he did say, she said that he said he had plans for another Batman. But it um, wasn't like a, now people are saying, oh, this confirms this is a set in stone thing, that this was going to be a recurring character and the main focus was going to be about him. And- which could mean that they were doing flashbacks and he was haunting Batman's visions. It could mean a I lot mean, of different it, things. It, he, he passed away before they even went into pre-production right, on the right. film. So who knows what Nolan had in mind. But I always took it as like, he's in jail, he's in Arkham, and... Batman has to go to him, and he's behind bars. Like, I didn't imagine that he would be the main villain, but I imagine, like, a Hannibal Lecter-type situation, and then maybe he escapes at the end or something like that. Because why not? Because he was the best villain of all time. So if you have him, then you use him. He's the GOAT, man. Yeah, he He, is. He he really is. It was great. He's gold standard. But I like hearing this story because, like, you know, there was all those rumors, like, oh, no, the Joker, like, he went into this dark place with the Joker, and, like, I don't know if all that is true. The truth is we'll never know. Because we'll never know, but seeing the photos of him doing his like skateboarding tricks yeah while he's dressed as the joker and just like <laughs> living it up and it wasn't like a thing where he was so method they even showed that when they when they stopped rolling he became heath again and was like oh, i'm having a, so much fun we're on batman we're on the set on batman so it just seemed like it is unlikely that that would be something that would affect him to that degree but yeah you know, yeah you never know Let's move on to Deadpool, which doesn't seem like it's about to be a DC topic, but they took a nice little shot at Justice League. Everybody's getting their licks in about Mustache Gate. Uh, I, I'm curious. We ba- mustache you about it. Ha ha ha. Batmanthony, did they talk about this on uh, Marvel Movie News about the shot at DC at all with the Justice League mustache? Unfortunately, they didn't because the, uh, the trailer came out after the show had aired. 
Wow, that's the first time oh. that we get to talk about a Marvel thing before they yeah. do suck oh. it. Just kidding. We love you guys. Uh, well, you They're know like, what? We'll CGI it in later. I thought it was hilarious. I think DC, DC did the best job making fun of itself in Lego Batman this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love when Ryan Reynolds was talking about the green or animated suit in the first movie. So good. It's it's great. It, and and then, I, then when I saw the video of that person with a $500 commuter, computer erasing the mustache. Yeah, yeah. And it was like it looked so much better. I mean, I know it's not moving and all that, but oh man. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> I, I think it's all in good fun. I hope that nobody took this too personally. Like, I know that sometimes when you're working on a project, you can get touchy about this and get insulted with things that are like just supposed to be jokes. And I haven't heard anything, but. No, nobody can take anything everybody... Deadpool says too seriously. Henry Cavill's like, very funny, Ryan. Yeah, I, I like almost ever <laughs> wish that Henry Cavill would what come a out. What a joke. Mm-hmm. What, so funny. I laughed <laughs> so hard. I'm amused. I laughed so did you hard see, my uh, mustache Did you see waving. Superman beating on little Tom Cruise, though, in that uh, trailer for Mission Impossible? I saw Henry Cavill Fall. beating on Tom Cruise. Yeah. Uh, he looks like a beast. That, I will say, during the Super Bowl when that trailer played, I was underwhelmed. Watching it again, it's badass. Yeah. And he looks, Henry Cavill looks dope. He just and looks I'm so, gigantic, so glad eh? that his stash is there. And they, that's their movie. They needed it. Whatever. James Wan, so, guys. Oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, did you want to read the quote from the actual trailer? Oh. What, what they actually said was when he what, breaks the fourth like, wall. Release. When the actual ass, Dale. Oh. <laughs> why are the visual effects not done? The comic book character ass. It's a metal arm. It's not like we're trying to remove a mustache. <laughs> yeah, there's like green screen on the Zing. arm. So Zing. funny. So funny. Funny, funny. Uh, okay, going on to James Wan, who I feel like people hang on everything these people say, like any little, little bit. James Wan hints at a classic look for supervillain Black Manta <laughs> in Aquaman. Like, is that actually what James Wan <laughs> kind is of a little doing? bit? Perhaps well, as he's he talking say? about What's the, the helmet. Book? So there, there's a picture. Um, with a caption, and I never know with these pictures anymore if this was, it was on Twitter, but maybe it was on Instagram too, and then they have these other apps that I don't know about because they're cooler than me. Doing voice looping. Hey, at Yahya, why are you talking into a trash can? Oh, right. Fancy way of simulating the inside of a certain large helmet. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole. Yes. But it's a hilarious photo of him holding up the trash can next to the mic speaking into the it. The picture was hysterical. That's funny. Who knows yeah. if this is real, not like who knows what's happening here. Uh, but I enjoyed it. And I enjoy it. I think it's definitely the... real. They do that a lot. But Shh. to say that we now know because that there is reference to a helmet that it's going to be exactly the it's one from the yeah, comics. Exactly. It's like, alright. So, uh, now I guess we can start to play the fun game. How long before we get the Aquaman trailer? I mean, obviously the solo trailer was much later than normal. We're inside of a year. We're into the second month. I mean, we have some big comic book movies coming out, and probably not for Black Panther. When is WonderCon? WonderCon is next month. It's March 23rd through 26th. And then Comic-Con's in July. In July. I feel like March. Chat roll, what do you guys think? What do you think? 
I don't think that they would release it at WonderCon. It's too I'm, small. Yeah, I don't think it's big enough. And totally, um, Comic-Con is like going to be your second Second, trail. right. Yeah, that's going to be the second too, one. Too much closer. I think they're just going to release it online. I think another... it's going to be a marketing. I don't think that it's going to be a set. What like, other Warner in... Brothers movies do we have around then that might be big enough to put it in front oh, of? Oh, March, Zeno Hour. I like your call. March with Ready Player One. That's, Ready Player One. That's a Warner that Brothers? Be, that would be good. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Is it? I know it's like so. Did many you guys properties. read it? I loved it. Yes. Ready Player One. Yeah. Yes. I listened to it. I uh, read in it. Y'all I audibled it. Yeah. It's the only thing that makes me sad is that Steven Spielberg is taking out all the references to himself. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. Whatever. Uh, I would keep myself the hell. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be a little self-indulgent for people who don't realize that I get that point. Uh, I Tomb guess. Raider, Tomb Raiders, WB, and Ready Player One. So one of those for sure. And a if lot of people are saying Comic Con, but. I don't know. I think First the second look. one. Yeah, yeah second. Comic-Con is going to be second. And I don't think even it's going to be second full. It will probably be teaser mm-hmm. teaser yeah. trailer, which now I don't even know the distinction between what is a trailer and what's a teaser trailer. Some of the teaser Time. trailers are just as long as some of the trailers. Like, two-minute teaser trailer, and it's like, what? Aren't you just a trailer? Um, yeah. Speaking of time... I love where you're going with this. Oh, Guys, time. yeah, let me tell you about my friend Movement. And by my friend, I mean these amazing watches and sunglasses we have. Uh, actually, Elena has hers with her I don't here know what today. you're talking about. And Adam has an amazing watch, too. I have one at home, and I've got one on the way. Movement Watches. So it's spelled MVMT, but it's pronounced Movement. And we love this company. Who needs vowels? That's so yeah. true. It's these two guys vowels who basically vowels yeah. do waste time, and we don't have time to waste. We always need to know what time it is too. But you these... technically always have time on your hands with Movement Watches. Exactly. That's what I was getting at. These two guys were like, "Listen." We love nice things. We do not have $500 to spend on a nice watch. How many times have you said that to yourself? Like, I want something that's amazing, but I don't want to spend $500 when on it. When I was in college, almost weekly. I'm like, the only thing yes. preventing me from scoring with these fine college ladies is my, is my wrist candy. I got no wrist game. I got no I got no time piece. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and these watches are in the 100-something dollar range, so that is so much better. And I know a lot of you fellas out there have been slacking and know that Valentine's Day is right around the corner and you have not figured out what you are getting yet. So let me tell you something. This is approved by all three of us at the table. So man or woman, buying for man or woman. We love these movement watches. Some of them have white face, gold face, black face, like all these different color faces you, and different bands. Face yeah, but of, of the of the watches, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Rose. Yeah. The, the faces of the watch come in all mm-hmm. different colors and mm-hmm. the bands and the medals and all of that. They are absolutely gorgeous. Uh, movement is now offering custom Valentine's Day boxes featuring a watch and bracelet and just like their watches these beautiful bracelets come in a variety of finishes and styles like I was just telling you guys about so what's really cool is that you can get 15% off today with free shipping which you know is our favorite thing and free returns not that you're going to need uh, it is this on watches or glasses or either this either. is this is a on movement this is on all everything they got 15%, 15% off, off today bill? 15% off that bill by going Ooh. to mvmt.com slash dc movie so go to mvmt.com slash dc movie for your 15% off we love them we know you will too get ready to join the movement speaking of time 
Oh, I think it it's is getting to be time. Yes, Boxy Stryer's TV time. So thank you. Adam, you've been gone. Oh, I have. Been. And I haven't gotten to hear. How are you feeling about Black Lightning, my friend? Boop, in the street, Black Lightning! How cool is that? Every so time. Good. Yeah. Um, I like the show a lot. It seems like a, a little bit more of a mature CW show, but it's still a CW show. Yeah. Um, I loved... I love the premiere. I love the third episode. I think I'm one behind. The awkward inter- the dinner part. Yeah. Uh, oh, even before, like oh, when he the virginity? confronts oh. yeah. when he confronts the kid, uh, telling him, asking him about the showering. Where do you shout? Wash first. Oh Your my feet god! I, I was cringing. Yes. I, that was what, that was exactly what that scene was supposed to do. I love that he's like an older guy with the family and everything. I really love the family dynamic. I usually. The reason I usually hate how everybody shows up and has powers on these shows is because they don't develop it. And I love that they're taking time with the daughter developing her powers. Like, and take the- me on the journey and I'll buy it. But don't have ten people show up and be like, they gave me a costume. I guess I'm out here. Like, you know. And then we're going to have developing of the next daughter's uh, powers, too. So we got a long journey to go. Yeah, and you know what's great? It's a recurring theme of him getting his ass kicked. And he needs help. They're making yeah. like that's the other thing is they're making it seem like he could use a hand, especially in this past episode, which you will get to. Tobias scares the living shitolas oh, out of me. Is that like the creepy girl and that dude? Tobias Whale, the the albino. Oh yeah, he great swagger that guy has. Oh my god, tremendous! Like one of those people and I do feel I do feel for actors like this because they do book but like I cannot picture this man playing a non-villain ever there's something about <laughs> him the way he speaks I'm like and maybe he's just that good of an actor but I'm like oh my god it's so you're such a villain uh, he's incredible I think a lot of these shows are doing really well right now actually Flash I'm loving what's going on with Barry Allen and this week I, I'm, I'm, really, I'm one behind I won't, I won't spoil no but spoilers. like the, his whole time in jail <laughs> like elongated man I do too. I do too. But we have a development with Elongated Man now that I think is interesting that we have somebody like that on the team. And, okay. I'll, and I'll spare you with it. But Ooh, I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm going to catch up today because I'm going to go home and be sick. I have theories that he's not going to stick around forever based on okay. some, some some things that he is turning into. Okay. Uh, those would be my thought process there. Arrow, to me, is the most whatever show on the CW at this point. I gotta say, I'm I'm more behind on Arrow than other ones, and like that's sometimes a good truth-telling thing. It's like, what what do you make sure you you catch up on? What do you want to watch? And I caught up on Versace before Arrow. Oh, I haven't even watched it. How is it? I kind of like it. Supergirl's Touch and Go. This was a good week, actually. So those are my quick recaps on that. Lucifer kills all of them. One of these days, one of you guys will get on Lucifer. Lucifer's the best. Lucifer is like in a faux gay relationship with Cain from Cain and Abel right now. And it is a bizarre storyline that they are milking and I'm loving. Uh, It's pretty wonderful. How long till Titans? How long till Titans? Oh, oh, wow. Uh, I can't <laughs> believe we're going to get Robin like, I know, I in a show. I know. It's not for a little bit, though. Although I do believe this doesn't help you at all, but iZombie is coming back in like two yeah! weeks. So, I'm so about that iZombie. is definitely exciting. We talked a little bit about the uh, Harley Quinn uh, animated that is coming to the uh, app when that is coming out. So, just briefly mentioning that again. Malice Bunderbar. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of you guys are. Are you really excited to watch? I'm so excited. I cannot wait for this one. And apparently Legends returns on Monday? Yeah, so remember they're doing that thing with Supergirl where they're swapping? Oh, right. Yeah. So they're taking Supergirl out, which I think Supergirl does need a break. And Constantine will be back, right? Constantine, when it comes back? Well, he was there when they left, so uh, maybe they ditched him, but uh, he's supposed to be there. Yeah. We'll see good. in what capacity. Arrow cast a new person. If any of you guys watch Helix, I do not. Her name is Kyra Zagorski. And, uh, so was a- she on Powers? Was she on the show Powers? I watched most of Powers. I don't. She was on I don't know. She was on Maybe she was Helix. She might have just gone to that. That picture yeah. might just be from a premiere. Um, but she's a League of Assassins alum with agenda. So we'll see if she can bring any life back to Arrow for me. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't mean to be negative about that show, but just yeah, it's hard. I'm so committed. I'm so many years in. This is I'm so far in. Season, I would say. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, Batman Anthony with Elena's mic today. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on. Uh, okay, this was an article, and we'll end it on this, from IGN. And I love IGN. But the name of the item, are, I couldn't even write the title of the article in our rundown. I had to change it to a question because this says it as a statement. Um, it says, there are too many DC Comics TV shows. And there is an entire article written by Jesse Sheedian describing why but in the rundown i literally couldn't write that so i said does dc have too many tv shows because i was like i'm not making this a statement i'm asking the question do you guys think it does well i know some of the ratings have been dipping i saw an article about supergirl being at at the lowest point all-time low yeah we talked about that Um, on the show i you know i guess the question is uh is it is it enough I mean, if if the amount of shows hurts the overall ratings, are they still making enough money having them and they're happy with that? Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, if they got five shows and they're making X amount advertising, but overall their ratings are dipping a little bit, but it's better for them to have more. Uh, for me, I, I do think it's a little too much. I'm at the point with content overload just across every platform. And, like, you know, like, I was away for a week, and I'll never catch up. Now, never. You know what I mean? Like, when you miss one week, if you watch as much as we do... You're missing about 30 hours mm-hmm. of talent, like, legitimately. Because I got all my Shonda shows, too. I know you guys think I'm all yeah. DC, but I also watch all the Marvel shows and all my girl Shonda shows. And I've got a lot of other things, like all the Netflix shows and everything on HBO. And you know I'm about that Hulu life. So, like, what am I supposed to do when I miss a week of TV? I want every show to be 12 episodes or less. Yeah, I just, I, I just think it would, it would make better shows. And I totally get why they don't. I understand, like, they invest so much in making the show. And uh, a shorter season makes it more expensive per episode. But you'd have better content. But, listen, CW can't argue with their success. They have 698 episodes of Supernatural that still scores higher than Arrow, higher than Riverdale. I mean, so they just crank that stuff oh, out. Riverdale's so good. Riverdale's great. All right. Anyway. <laughs> I gotta say, though, yeah. I feel like part of it, it well. What? She just doesn't know how to say it. I'll text you guys. I'll I'll put it in the comments. She'll tweet it out. She'll tweet it out. (laughs) Speaking of which, uh, that is about all we have time for for the show. So, Elena, you can just tell them where they can follow you and you'll tweet it out to them. I'm going to say it in yours. You guys can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. And my friend Adam. Hey, guys. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Adam Gertler. Come find me. Uh, I will have some very fun things to announce in the coming months. Yeah, damn, boys doing things. Good stuff coming up, and I, I'm going to need all of your support. Uh, in the meantime, let's talk about all comic-y fun things. Really loving Doomsday Clock. 
situation. I've had a lot of comic reading time on my hands recently, and so uh, I'm reading a lot of DC, and I'm excited about it. See you soon. Awesome. And, uh, of course, you can find Mike at Mike Kalinowski, Johnny at Jay Quasto, or in Snowy, Snowy Bum? Snowy Bum Fall? Uh, Snowy Ass Indiana, also known as Fort Wayne. Snowy Ass Indiana. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer and follow us at DC Movies SK. We love you. Until next week. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.